This is a prepaid debit call from an inmate at the correctional institution. To accept this call, press zero. All right. So we had this idea of talking about spirituality and entrepreneurship. And for different people, that's, that means something different. Uh, basically, people, I do all these interviews and they're always like, so how did you create your life? Like, how did you go into being a celebrity hairstylist? How did you mm. go travel around the world and talking to people and this and that? And they want a formula. They want me to say, well, I went to college for four years and then I took business and then I met up with this person and that person. None of that happened for me. Everything that happened for me would look more organic, but what organic looks like is more of a creative um creative visualization is what it mm. would happen for me. So what I did was a long time ago, even as a teenager, I would walk, and I think my dad really just taught us this by taking us on these walks after Sunday service, after church. And and I would think these walks were great and, and terrible at the same time <laughs> because it was like, oh, we get ready to go on this family outing, but now we got to walk like 10 miles. Okay. You know, um, but he would take us to Beverly Hills and we do this window shopping thing where you look in the window and you would imagine that you're going to buy it and have it and it's yours and you're wow. wearing it and i didn't realize how powerful that was as a kid wow. uh, but as an adult starting to like I, I i basically had lost a lot um i got married i went through a really crazy divorce and when he left he took everything like i didn't know he took everything until i went to find the pot and like look for a pot to cook in and I had no pots you know yeah. it's like what happened to that okay it's gone well let me go watch tv oh tv's gone okay so so there were things that oh. like I I had acquired I worked mm. really hard for that were missing and gone and I had to start over and so I was a bit depressed about it and but I started reading all these books and one of the books I got a hold of was called Creative Visualization. Uh, the lady's name is Sanai and there's a last name that's complicated, but not so much. But it's S-A-N-A-A. And in that book, I learned how to sit and visualize what I was going to wear to the meeting right mm. down to my shoes what perfume, how it would smell. I pictured myself walking the pavement in Paris, uh, in South Africa, in Amsterdam, all these places. I pictured myself being in first class. If I didn't know what first class looked like, I would go on YouTube and pull it up. And I would watch the video over and over and imagine that I'm telling the hostess, yeah, I'll take the the fish instead of the beef. You know, like, <laughs> right? seriously, like, really mm, like visualizing, visualizing things. And when I did that, my life opened up in a whole nother direction. No one expected. And it blew up. It was like when it rained, it poured. And all this stuff started happening. And I ended up in first class. And I went to London. And I, you know, met Prince, you know, Elizabeth and all this stuff that was like weird that you wouldn't expect from a girl who didn't go to college, who like just 
kind of was like, let's see what happens next, you know, kind of person. Mm. And it was that visualization that really pushed my business and excelled me to the next level. And what people don't get is that is some free shit. Like you don't have to pay <laughs> for a class on how to learn how to do it. You don't have to like give anybody money to organize it for you. You literally can sit and play in the field of your own dreams and wow. create from that space. She said free. That's it's so powerful. Um, yeah, it is. Man, like I like cause the funny thing is that I used to have this coach uh, when I was playing football in high school and he used to always like I mean, he was like the only person preaching visualization, visualization. He's like, you guys got to envision yourselves, you know, catching that pass at the one yard line. You got to envision yourself like, you know, you know, completing your assignments. And he used to say that stuff so much. Um, and it wasn't until I got older that I started realizing that there was so much truth in what he was saying. You know, like, you know, we often talk about, um, you know, the powers that be, the things that we, that are outside of our control that maybe, you know, you know, humankind has been trying to figure out the answers to since the beginning. Right. Like, you know, but there is something real about, you know, seeing the picture before it's there, you know, seeing yeah. beyond, you know, the the, the now. And, yeah. and, you know, and putting yourself in these positions that you eventually want to be in and doing it in a way that's, you know, that, you know, is chronological in your head. You know what I mean? Like, yes, mm -hmm. it's only going to take me this long to do this. Eventually yeah. I'll be here and there and there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just to kind of touch on what you were saying, like, Felicia, when I was when I was incarcerated, I was reading so many books. And I remember that every single one of these books, they were they were unrelated Yet they were all like touching on this same thing of like, you know, the power of your word, like the power that like yeah. visualizing has mm -hmm. when it comes to manifestation of like your dreams, you know, your 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 wants, your wishes, your, you know, the needs, the, you know, everything under the sun. And so like there is a power to that because and to think that your father had you doing that yeah. at a young age and you had no idea what the hell he was on, you know, <laughs> and then all these years later, it hits you like. Like, dad, you were on to something and, and to be on something so long before it really became a, a cultural phenomenon, because now people are getting hip to this philosophy. Yeah. And but, you know, a couple years ago, th they would have looked at as crazy. Your father was doing this when you were a girl. So yes. his, you know, his and, ability to see ahead of time is it's yeah. incredible. And more incredible is he never quite acquired it for himself. Mm. It's almost like. He wanted it, but he gave it away to us. Like he couldn't quite, he didn't believe enough. And so this is the other part of, of, of being an, an entrepreneur and the spiritual component of it. A lot of us grow up in a very religious uh, home or background. And yeah. in religion, you're taught to believe and have faith. Mm -hmm. Hope, faith, yep. hope, faith. Those are the two things two or, or th three. Hope, faith, faith, belief, right? But how often do you hear about going from believing to knowing? Like, when do you transition to the knowing of the hope, the faith, and the belief? Because if you only stop at believing, and believing has so many levels to it, you can believe and, and not be sure. All right. You can believe and be waiting. Like, where is it, where is it, where is it? You're anxious. You can believe and and actually just kind of be like, well, one day it'll happen. Which means, do you really 
feel that it's going to happen? When do you step into the knowing mm -hmm. that you're going to get it and you deserve it? And that is the key to unlocking that door. And so people don't realize it's the knowing that you deserve it and you're going to have it. That's when you take your hands off the wheel and you let the car ride by itself. Jesus and, and Felicia, can I ask you, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, that, yeah. that 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 line between, you know, believing and knowing. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's very fine. You know, in your opinion, you know, what's the difference? How do you get over that hump? It's the hardest thing you can do, but the easiest thing you can do. <laughs> so uh -huh. because what stops you is your own mm. um, idea of reality. So what you see in front of you is the thing that puts a freaking like, yeah, right in front of that whole like knowing you can have it because you got people telling you that they tried it and it didn't work. You got something mm. on TV telling you, oh, it's never gonna, it doesn't happen for everybody. You have all these people saying yeah. it never happens. It's bad. It's always, something's always gonna happen. You know, you have all these stories that catapult you into never even stepping into the knowing. Mm -hmm. You just throw yourself like, you know what? They said it doesn't work, it doesn't happen. There's another component to our lives which goes even deeper. And this is really all about what you believe and what you study. I believe absolutely 100% that before I came to this place, I did something different. And I only really came here to be greater than I was. Hmm. Now, even in the setbacks and the atonement, I'm still forced to be greater than I was. We are all forced into a greater wow. space. And when I say force, I don't mean somebody put a gun up to you and said mm -hmm. you gotta do it. But I'm saying you have the opportunity yeah. to create something more, something greater. And there's a force behind that that can drive you or can stop you. But and you're in control of it. Yeah, when when did you, control. you know, like when when huh. was it that, you know, you started realizing that, you know, these these um these things were at work, you know, in your life and that, you so, know, so, and, yeah, and, okay. that you, and that you like, you know, when did you I guess when did you realize like, yeah, like this is the way that I that that my life. All the evidence that I've seen and that I've collected is leading me to believe that this is what's actually happening. Like, when did when did that hit you? I think I became extremely logical with my own self. Like, I became, it's like a, a self selfish logic. <laughs> I call it selfish logic, which means I believe what I believe. Yeah. And that's what I will only believe. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how a lot of people are like talking smack about Kanye West because he used to big up himself. Well, he still does <laughs> big up himself all the time. Yeah. yeah. If he doesn't do that, I think he feels he will fail. He yeah. has to stay up. He has to. He has There's to. There's certain logic behind he it. He can't not yeah. take two steps back because he will fail himself and he knows his mm -hmm. brain is fragile. Once you mm -hmm. become selfishly, you have to be selfish almost about your belief, which means no one is going to penetrate what you believe with anything negative. Yeah. So for me, I literally, I sat with, um, there was a, 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 a it was called uh, Laws of, of Attraction. It was like a book, Laws mm -hmm. of Attraction. 
And I started reading that book so crazy. And then um, there was a show called The Secret. It was a, a like a like a almost like a documentary. I don't know yeah. if you guys heard it was like a spiritual documentary yeah. called The Secret. I watched that thing every day for 30 days. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And they said, start with just a simple cup of coffee. Just ask out in the ethospheres for coffee. I just want coffee. Just coffee. And just believe you can have it and don't think anything about it, right? Next thing you know, somebody knocks on your door. It's like, hey, I was passing coffee. by. I, I went and got coffee. I wanted to bring you coffee. You're like, oh, snap. Yeah. So I started with the smallest thing and it became bigger and bigger and bigger. And now I know I can ask for anything. Practice makes perfect with this belief system. And I have friends right now who are like, I did everything. I believed I meditated. Nothing's happening. Ah. And I'm like, because you have expectation yeah, you gotta let it go. that is not in a way that's uplifting you or empowering you. Your expectation is if it doesn't happen, then what? Mm -hmm. That's not how you believe. It's faith. Exactly. It's faith, yeah. So there's a balancing mm -hmm. act that has to come with all this stuff. Yeah. But people before us are the ones who educated us and taught us on what faith looks like, yeah. belief looks like. And it's all based on religion. Yeah. It's not it. It's just the way of life. So I sat and I just like over and over and the worse shit got, the more I did it, the more I said, I, I got to escape my mind. And the mm -hmm. only way I can do it is to think positive stuff, to believe I can have it, to know it's coming. And that's it. That's I won't take anything less. Yeah. And, then, and, and that's what I did. Wow. I think the at least um, the part that like I think most people forget and that it's the one that you were mentioning is that you got to be willing to let go of control. Right. The control yes. aspect is, I think, the part where people are, you know, since you did it, you expect it. You, you got to leave that expecting part out of it and just let let like literally just like letting go of a balloon and hoping that it comes back. Exactly. Right. And maybe it won't. Balloons usually don't. Yeah, they don't. But, you know, what might come back something bigger. Yeah. Something even greater. Exactly. Do you know that the stuff we acquire right now, we're limiting ourselves. We could have so much more. Yeah. I know what I'm asking for or what I've gotten. It's, I'm happy where I am. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I could ask for this building. Yeah. I don't Shoot, want it. I'm, 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 <laughs> don't, get me, don't get me started. I'll ask for this building. <laughs> Shoot. Let me know. Yeah. I need to rent a spot right yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, you can come through anytime. No, but it, so there was something I was reading, right? Because like you, you kind of pushed me in a different direction of like thinking about this. Um, and it was three things that... Um, kind of happen for everyone or not happen but there's three stages to um reaching where you want to right there's uh the stage of deliverance the stage of development and the stage of destiny um deliverance honestly can just mean anything for you right like whatever that means for you but once you get past that like whatever is holding you back the next part is development and for me i honestly feel like a lot of people get stuck in development right because you can become stubborn um uh, I'm thinking that whatever, however you're thinking, right? Like you, you, you said, like I, I started thinking positively, regardless of what was going on around me, right? I feel like a lot of us uh, uh, get stuck, even including myself, get stuck in this way of thinking that, like, okay, how I'm thinking about this is the correct manner, and I don't allow myself to develop into earning my destiny, right? Because yeah. like that destiny is already there, 
right it goes back to that faith part that's our like going back to what you were saying earlier about like you you feel like you were here to be greater than what you were before well that destiny is part of that like mm-hmm. it's it was already set there before you got here now it's up to you to develop to like walk past that door exactly and so. and if i may for a moment like you know you're kind you're you know what you were just saying felicia really um reminded me of a poem that i read in um you know when i when i when i was reading uh, napoleon hill's think and grow rich right because mm-hmm. you know throughout that entire book he's essentially um you know that's that's his that's what he's saying he's essentially saying that listen i've spoken to so many people who have attained the levels of success that i eventually want and they all have they've all, they have all had very similar um explanations for how they got there he was like the truth is that there is no formula almost as you said earlier right he was explaining that these rich men at the time when he was going and conducting his research told him that you know the secret you know as we were kind of describing it mm-hmm. quote unquote um is that you essentially have to know that like you have to know that you're going to have what you want right and so mm-hmm. then anyways it, you reminded me of this poem and, and i'm gonna read it to you guys it's Tell real me. short yes um but in the in, in the book he said that this is something that he would re- he would recite to himself often but he said i bargained with a li- i bargained with life for a penny and life would pay no more however i begged that evening when i counted my scanty store for life is a just employer. He gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why you must bear the task. Mm-hmm. I worked for a menial's hire only to learn dismayed that any wage I had asked of life, life would have willingly paid. So we sell good. ourselves short. Yes. You know what I mean? We sell ourselves short in the sense that all we have to do is ask for more. We have to know that more is coming. Yeah. But... You know, because we don't think we're worthy. We don't think we are capable. We don't think we, you know, are deserving. You know, all of these different feelings. And sometimes we're just scared, you know, but like ultimately, like all you've got to do is ask. Like they said, you know, you set the wage, (laughs) you know, and life would have willingly paid. But all along you you were cutting yourself short. You're over here asking for, you know, a quarter of what you're worth. You know, a fraction of what you're worth, you know, and it's that belief, man. The and it's the belief, belief it's the knowing, you know, like she yeah. said. And so, you know, I just mm-hmm. really I, I wanted to read you guys that because when I was incarcerated, I remember reading that and thinking to myself, like, damn, like crazy. I need to demand more from life because I because Seriously. because it's mine, you know? Yeah. You it's have mine. to be selfish with it. Absolutely. Like, you know, and at least at least, you know, in the beginning when you're when you're going out to get it. Yeah. You know, because how can you help someone else if you haven't taken care of yourself? Yeah. You know? Exactly. And <laughs> some of the, so many of us try. Let me challenge you guys with this thought. Imagine your whole life from the day you were absolutely born to now was lived in one day. Mm. Not years. Mm. Just one day. That's great. Yeah. One day. Everything that you've d- dealt with happened in one day. How would you want the end of that day to go? Hmm. So we put, we've made time become such an essential part of who we are that we've allowed it to control us. What if you view time as way shorter than it's been. So then you don't hold yourself 
bound to something that happened at five years old, yeah, 12 years old, huh. 20 years old. It was a day lived. Some good shit happened and some bad shit happened. <laughs> but it was one day. You know, you just put me onto something. That's crazy. Huh. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking about a lot of different things. That's that's cool. I I like what you're doing there. That's it speeds up the process of like dealing with the emotion, but also like it fosters growth immediately from it. You know, because it that development time again it goes back to the development, right? You kind of pause yourself when you get stuck in like this like hardship or um, feelings of like whatever happens holding me back. But like honestly, it's you. Yeah, like you're holding yourself back there. Like in any time that I've thought about like moments of like. Um, you know, whatever, being sad, depressed, uh, like things aren't going my way. The only person I was really holding myself back was me. Like mm-hmm. there was no one physically like telling me no. Mm-hmm. It was just all mental. Yeah. Right? Until and I got out also, of it. <laughs> we, so, you know, there's laws. Yeah. Don't run the red light. Yeah. Don't steal candy out the store, whatever. <laughs> well, there's also good laws. There's laws in the universe mm. that you can create whatever you want. And it has to deliver, yeah. good or bad. You're going to get it. So it's a law. Yeah. Why not use that law to your greatest expectations? I mean, yeah. No, you're right. You know, it, I mean, this this world is created by us, right? Like, none of this really existed until humans made it. So we're it, Sims. It's created. Yeah. We're in the Sims <laughs> yeah, game. <laughs> we're in the Sims game, yeah. Like, it goes back to, like, we're able to create whatever we want, right? Even if the rules say that this is what's created, like, beforehand, like, no one had an idea what this was going to be. Even this building, oh. these microphones, like, cars. Yeah, so no. We can create and, whatever we want. And, you know, and even if we were to, let's say that we were to take this back, right? And, and, and think <laughs> of it religiously. Like, you know what I mean? You know, like, even even in even in the Bible, you know, it says that everything was made with the word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the power of the word, right? Like God said and it shall be, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, like even if we wanted to go in that direction, there's still some power there's there's still so much power behind the very word that's the words that come out your mouth. And so, you know, I always tell people to be careful because you know, when you say something, you know, you're saying something. Like you know, you're you're using that power, that secret. And Sometimes we can talk our very selves into like misery, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, cause the way that I, the way that I read it once was that your, your mind, your subconscious doesn't have a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Your subconscious does not know when you're just playing or right. when you're being serious, right? Like, you know, right. we say things um, mindlessly and idly all the time as far as like, ah, you know, I'm not, I, you know, you guys know, I, I would love to go out with you guys tonight, but you know, I'm a broke bitch. Or, yeah. you know, the, or, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, like, you know, guys, I'm, you know, you know me, I, I get sick. I get sick too easily. I'm always getting right. sick, you know, um, like, you know, people say these things, yeah. you know, to, to, because they think that it means nothing to say it, but you got to watch yourself because your, your mind cannot tell the difference, you know, your subconscious and, and that power, you know, it, it, it just is. And so therefore, you know, like I said, it doesn't have a sense of humor. And so it, its job is to produce what you're yeah. asking for. Yes, exactly. That's yes. it. And, That's, and you know, it's it's a machine that goes mm-hmm. off of our dreams and our requests, and it's that's you know that's exactly what it is. And because I know that it takes down data. Okay, so if we start talking about knit socks, guess what happens when you open your phone? All of a sudden, knit socks show up. 
Yeah. yeah. It's the same with the universe. Algorithms, right? Yeah. It's an algorithm Ooh. in the universe. That's crazy. An Girl, algorithm. Okay. You over here putting me on game. This is what it <laughs> no, is. No, so, all right. So, this algorithm you're speaking on is, I think, something I've, um, me and Mike kind of personally experienced this as, so I, we've mentioned how, like, we left LA with no plan, just straight traveled for a year, right? And at times, not even, not even at times, we never knew what we were going to be doing or where we were going to be at the next week. Everything that um, happened just kind of happened in a kind of, uh, I mean, I won't say mystical way, but like it, pre- it presented itself. Mm-hmm. And that's when we knew the ne- that was our next play. We never forced it. We never said, oh, we're going here tomorrow. We really didn't know. When friends would ask us, like, yo, what are you doing next week? I'm like, I don't know. I may be here. I may be somewhere else. Yeah. I don't even know where that somewhere else is. That took us for a year and a half straight, literally. Like, we just kept, you know, we we go to a city, we spend two weeks, maybe a month, but the next opportunity presented itself in that city. Mm -hmm. And that's when we know, okay, like, our time here's up. Let's keep moving. You know, man, when uh, when I was a kid, I used to tell my mom all the time, right? Like, I used to tell, like, I would just be, you know, I was just a kid, just talking shit. And I would tell my mom all the time, like, mom, you know, I'm I'm going to go to Ohio State on a full ride. That's what I would tell her. I'm going oh, wow. on a full ride, right? Yeah. And I remember I didn't know what a full ride was. As I'm saying <laughs> this to my mother, like I'm a kid just saying, uh-huh. like everybody that asked me, so what college do you want to go to? I'm like five, six, seven years old saying, I'm going to go to the Ohio State University and I'm going to go on a full ride, right? <laughs> and so I said that so much as a child and I meant it. And it's crazy because I'm maybe my first month of high school, right? I happened to run into Mr. Grit and Grind Mike Gundage, right? Our, one of our <laughs> business partners. And, you know, I'm sitting with him and he's looking desperate. Maybe, and I don't, I don't remember, I don't recall if I actually said this at any point in, in the past, but like, you know, he looks like he's desperate for something. And I go up to him. I barely know him at the time. You know, I just know he's on my football team. You know, I've ran into him a few times, but never really spoke to him. Um, and I was like, hey, man, like, are you good? Like, you seem like something's wrong. And he's like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm late for this meeting. I need to get there. And I'm, you know, I'm freaking out. And then I thought to myself, this is one of my teammates. Like, let me see if my mom can give him a ride. So I, I was like, do you want me to see if my mom can take you? He was like, absolutely. Like, yes, that w- you would save my life. And as we're walking to the car, he's like, I'm like, so what's the meeting for? He's like, it's a meeting for my Ohio State scholarship program. You know, um, you know, basically, they're going to pay for me to go to college for free. And then he paused, he thought, and he was like, what's your GPA? And I'm like, I have a 4.63, which I did at the time. And he was like, you're coming with me. Do you want to go to Ohio State? Wow. My entire life, I've been saying I'm going to go to Ohio State. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go to Ohio State. And he was like, do you want to go for free? I was like, absolutely. He's like, then you got to come with me to this meeting. He took me to that meeting. I had a scholarship the next week. I had the full full ride that I had been preaching about my entire life just landed in my lap. Just landed in my lap, all because I just decided to offer one of my teammates a ride, and I love it. I ultimately yeah. ended. I did. I got that scholarship, and that's why I went to to Ohio State on the full ride. You know, man, I got a I got a similar story, but from a different perspective. Because my mom was the one that used to be like that. Like when I was a kid, she's like she would tell me and my siblings we were gonna go to scholar uh, go to college on a full ride. You know, scholarship. As a kid, I'm like I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> She doesn't even speak English, so I don't even know what she's thinking. No, literally, like you know what I'm saying. Like, Does she know but, what she's talking but about? But she, like, but no, I can literally like attest to it. Like I remember being in middle school, and she's like, "You're going to go to college on a full ride," because we couldn't afford anything else. Like, like if it wasn't a full ride, I wasn't going to be going. 
But I remember when I got to college or high school, me and my siblings all got full rides. Wow. The, it was the craziest thing. And and to this day, I still don't know how she did it. She would say it, man. Like, but she said it and she said yeah, it enough to where it. you started to believe yeah. it. And you didn't put, see, you didn't have any attachment to no. the outcome. No. That's the, exactly. that right there puts the period at the end of the sentence <laughs> yeah. or the exclamation yeah. point. That is the attachment mm. to the outcome that can kind of make the plane land cricket. That's crazy. I see what you're saying. But because yeah. you weren't like, Attached like, to. okay, mom, cool, cool, cool. Let's do it. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost, it's almost as if you, you, you give, you give the universe that space to work. Yeah. You know, like, because if you're all up in it, trying to force things and trying to force things, then like, you know, you're not allowing it to play out organically as it will, you mm -hmm. know, but the moment yeah. that you, you know, the moment that you, you, you say something, you say it with conviction, you, you know, you, you start to believe it. And then eventually, you know. Like you said, and then and then it will come. You know what I mean? Like it will, it will come, come. And yeah. if it, you know, and like more often, and I've never had an experience where I've, with conviction, said something, you know, and it hasn't come to be right. Like mm -hmm. I was in prison, reading monologues every night before I went to sleep. You know, like the lights would go out, I couldn't fucking see my paper, and I'd I'd get as close to this window as I could, and I'd use the light reflected from the moon wow. to read my scripts. And, you know, and I told myself, like, I'm going to be a fucking actor one day. You know what I mean? Like, one day I'm going to get into the movies and the plays and all these things that I want to yeah. do. And then as soon as I got out of prison, I got offered, you know, I, I immediately, like, within the span of two months, I was in two productions. And, wow. you know, and just recently I was I was invited to, you know, be a part of a full length production. And now, you know, I'm about to be in a real play, you know, like for, you know, yeah. for the city of Cleveland. You know, of course, it ain't Broadway. It ain't, you know, it's not it's not nothing big yet, but. Those things just came to me. I didn't seek these opportunities. They just came yeah. to me, you know, and, and it's, and, you know, and for three years with conviction, I told myself every night that this was going to happen, you know, and, and I read and I practiced and I just did my part. And then it's, it's like this, this magical force did the rest, you know? And, and I, I say magical that. force because I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and try to identify it's you. it. It's, you know, it's yeah, you. And it could, it certainly could be me. You know, but I because know because you're only using a very small percentage of the power that you have. If you knew how powerful you are, you would probably run around here trying to like <laughs> throw like power at buildings. Let me see if I can crush this building with my power. You know, you would do things that may not completely serve the greatest good for <laughs> all. You know what I mean? You're like, let me test my limits. But one of the two of the last things I just want to say is you cannot stand over the the universe's gifts you can't be like there like are you gonna Your do it toys. when are you gonna do it yeah. why are you gonna when how when how you can't stand over you wouldn't want anybody standing yeah. over you like when are you gonna finish how long is it gonna take you <laughs> when are you gonna get get it done you know that's not how you want to do it the other thing is is that when you realize your power don't try to explain it to anybody. Mm, it is yours. Your You're not yours. running around explaining your name to people, your yeah. origin. And if they pry too much, you're like, why are you so nosy? <laughs> when you start to develop your power, don't talk about it. Mm. Just be about it with yourself. Show you that you can do it because the people around you, they don't have the same belief and they can mess with you. Mm -hmm. 
They can literally crush up on the very thing you're working your mind on to become stronger and more powerful. So I only go around like-minded people. Like y'all, I'll talk to you guys all day long about what I'm about to do, but I can't do that with everybody. Mm, certainly. So my last thing is honestly like, find your tribe. Find your tribe of people who believe like you, who want to see you do well and great in the world. And you all have that love for each other. That's That literally is the vibration you have to hold. It's people who feel the same way you feel about themselves and about you. And to me, that's true love. Yeah. That's beautiful. No, that's that beautiful. I usually wrap things up, but I ain't got nothing. That was a great rap. <laughs> 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 we're gonna have to change it to uh wise words of felicia yeah wise words, <laughs> wise words of felicia man <laughs> you guys are awesome thank you so much for even like just letting me come back on and have yes. this conversation because uh, it means so much more to me than like whose hair did you do talk about the celebrities like it's this powerful part mm -hmm. that is the 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 thing for me it's, it's not everything i've done it's how i did it yeah you know right. so thank and, you guys no you're welcome and i mean we're we're definitely honored to have you on and honestly i think that's the part that like we want to focus on that's the reason we have people come on and just talk about their experiences and not necessarily on like, who they're working with or what they're doing because that's that's the the end result right there's mm -hmm. so much more that comes beforehand that like you personally have gone through and developed for yourself and yeah. i think that's the important i think that's the most important thing yeah Absolutely. Like the essence of you. Literally. At, at least that's how I look at it. The essence of you. Like Thank all you. our essence are different. So it is. Man. No, and you know, <laughs> and all it took was all it took was one meeting, you know, for, for, for us to really realize that, you know, there was so much more we needed to really touch on yeah. with you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and 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 it, yeah, and exactly. It's so much deeper than what have I accomplished, but how? You know, and and, and the things that got us there, you know. I'm just I'm so excited to have you. I'm, I'm excited to have you yeah. back. I'm glad that we were able to do this. And um, thank you. And honestly, you always have a place here on the ranch on the ramp yeah. podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm pulling up to L.A., so I might just bring my equipment and do another pep episode with you. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. I'm there. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. All right, y'all. So you usually do like a one minute rant. I hate fish. All right. I don't like seafood. I know that that's not a very popular opinion, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. OK, it tastes exactly how it smells and i'm not down with that you hear me <laughs> not down with that at all look people ask me all the time well how could you not like seafood because it tastes like ass you know what i mean like there's really only one type there's only one fishy taste and smell that i'm okay with and i think you guys you can all figure that one. out no, but other than that no, no, no. i'm not really like <laughs> for you know i'm not really for the food man like don't put that on my plate like you know yeah. every, everywhere i go i go to wasabi every once in a while they're like a hibachi place and they always want to throw fucking fish on my plate i'm like did i ask for that no i didn't ask for no shrimp i don't you don't like care you about the wasabi. you know and so <laughs> and so anyways i just want to say that you know stop you know can, can we can we it's is it okay not to like seafood man like you know i'm 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 not I'm not someone that's out here hurting people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just because I don't like seafood don't mean I'm hurting no one. So just get off my back. All right. Just get off my back. I'm sorry. That's all I got. I'm not going to get off oh your back, God. but you're missing out. I mean, that's up That's up to you, bro. That's what's up. More salmon for I'm me. I'm sorry, bro. man. I got inappropriate there for a second, but y'all felt me. That I, is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Okay. I think you can all relate to this. 
Um, I don't like when people are making like my coffee or my drink and they put their whole hand around the rim that I have to actually put my lips on. Um, so if you go to Starbucks and they put the top, the lid on your coffee or actually anywhere, they'll put the whole palm of their hand right on like that lip part where you got to drink out of. And I mean, that part of your hand touches everything. So I don't like that. I don't like when people bring me a glass, they put their finger inside of it. I'm like, where's your finger been? Smell your own finger. Tell me later. I don't know. <laughs> but I got a thing with like people just touching part things that I got to put in my mouth, like with their fingers. It just makes me crazy. <laughs> it's not kosher. It's nasty. It's not. All right. So I'm going to go in a different direction. So I've been, I've been intermittent fasting um for the last five days um the reason i did it was for more more of like self-control or like uh, personal control over like my like feelings or whatever it is that's like telling me to feel otherwise right because when i get hungry i like want to eat but you know like your your gut's telling you that but your mind's not so like your mind is always in control or supposed to be right and for me I think this has been like a teaching lesson to just be in full, not full control in the sense of like trying to control things around me, but controlling myself and and like how I personally feel sometimes if I'm feeling hungry and I don't need to be like being mentally co controlled over my body. And that can tie over to emotions, man. I think we don't practice that enough. And that's something that like all of us need to like be able to hold ourselves to a standard that's uh, good, you know? good that was good love that yeah but it was very meaningful well we want to give uh we want to give our girl felicia leatherwood uh a big thank you for joining thank us you for today being. you got to say it like this felicia leatherwood <laughs> Felicia Leatherwood. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we want to give our girl some love and we want to say thank you from the bottom thank of you for our coming hearts back thank you guys y'all are awesome i can't wait i'm gonna miss miami today is my last day <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I will be back and I had a wonderful time and you you all like y'all have made it <laughs> you guys literally put the cherry on the top of this Sunday so no, thank you thank you thank you so much just end it out man thank you for everything and uh rant out rant out thank you that was great I love that